0: Greetings friends and Firebirds fans, and welcome to the April edition, wait, allow me to editorialize, the special April playoffs edition of the Fire and Ice podcast, the official podcast of your Coachella Valley Firebirds of the American Hockey League. Coming to you from Palm Desert, California, a mere Ty Cartier wrist shot away from the Firebirds Home Ice of AccraSure Arena. I'm your host, Judd Spicer. Along with this endeavor, also the privilege and pleasure of serving for this inaugural season as the Firebirds Insider, it includes a couple articles a month that you can find online at cvfirebirds.com. Speaking of cbfirebirds.com, that is your own home ice, your own web based. For all things Coachella Valley Firebirds, including but certainly not limited to tickets, merchandise, team, staff, roster information, much much more, to be found online at cbfirebirds.com. But I also mention the CB Firebirds app for your cell phone. Yeah, I'm a technical knucklehead, but even I could figure out how to get that on my phone. Really good place to get tickets for. The Firebirds playoff games and everything happening at AccraSure Arena. You're joining me on this journey, if you're not, I'm not alone in this special April playoffs edition of Fire and Ice. Going between the pipes for this playoff episode, gentlemen whose name readily chanted now throughout AccraSure Arena for the Firebirds playoff games. And really throughout the regular season, a big part of the team's ample success in this debut year. under Joey Decord, my guest on this episode of Fire and Ice. Before we get to that chat with Joey, however, some nuts and bolts. Feel like I'm really bearing the headline as we delve collectively further into this season. Which is to say we're still here. We're still going. Let's hit reset a little bit, if we may, friends, before we get to some scheduling and some stats. Firebirds, of course, made their way through round one of their inaugural appearance in the Calder Cup playoffs, felling the Tucson Roadrunners, the seventh-seeded Tucson Roadrunners, in three games. Don't necessarily say that the Birds felled the Roadrunners with ease. Proved a plucky and tough opponent, taking them to a third and deciding game, which the Firebirds did, however, win with some ease. A 5-1 victory to advance to the second round of the Calder Cup playoffs. That'd be the Pacific Division semifinals, where the Birds will face a very good team, the third-seeded Colorado Eagles. More on the Eagles in a little bit before looking forward. However, let's just look back a wee bit at that first round. Again, it did go to three games. The aforementioned Joey Decord started all three games, availed himself well, as he has throughout the entire season. 2 and one record, 2.03 goals against. Made 98 saves in those three games against the Roadrunners. As far as your scorers in that series, Cole Lynn, he was the leading goal scorer for the Firebirds this year, netting, 30 goals across the regular season. Well, he scored three more times in the first round of the Calder Cup playoffs. Coupled that with three assists. My Minnesota math tells me that is six total points in the first round for Cole Lind. That ties all American Hockey League playoff scores. Right behind him, the team captain pairing two goals with two assists. Max McCormick, four points in that first round versus Tucson. Alexander True, also four points, a goal and three assists. Young standout Riker Evans also contributing four points all by way of assist. Three points for winger Cameron Hughes and two points apiece in that opening round for Jeremy Kenna, Billy Pittman, Jimmy Schult, Carlson Torensky, and the aforementioned Rookie of the Year, the American Hockey League Rookie of the Year, Ty Cartier, scoring two goals in that opening series. Probably also worthy of mention is that Shane Wright, in his return to the Firebirds, nary a goal in his three-game regular season spring return to C.V., and then no goals in the first two games of the Tucson series. Pivotal third-game goal against the Roadrunners for Shane Wright. Shane, of course, the fourth overall pick in the 2022 entry draft. Also worthy of note on that goal, The fine assist from his fellow 19-year-old recently signed David Goyette. David, by the way, did not appear in the first two playoff games for the Firebirds, but he looked really good, oftentimes pairing on the line with Shane Wright in that Game 3 win over Tucson. Skating on, skating forward. Just a little bit here, friends, because I don't want to give everything away for the new CB Firebirds versus Colorado Eagles playoff preview, which you can now find online, coming by way of yours truly, at cbfirebirds.com. But let's just touch upon it a little bit prior to the visit with Joey Decord in this Firebirds Freeze Frame segment. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be tight. We're going deeper and deeper into the ether, deeper and deeper into the unknown in this inaugural season. This debut run in the Calder Cup playoffs. Second round, Pacific Division semifinal. It's a best of five series against the aforementioned Colorado Eagles. Good team. Solid team. They don't score a lot, nor do they relinquish a lot of goals. Interesting, if not maybe weird, slightly funky, how the second round of the playoffs lay out for your Coachella Valley Firebirds. Get underway on the road despite the birds being the higher seed than the Eagles. That's just kind of the way the AHL can work sometimes, as we're understanding more and more, as we're learning more and more. Arena availability considered, some travel costs considered. Yeah, that's just the way it's going to play. So, second round of the Calder Cup playoffs begins on Wednesday, April 26th. That takes place at Colorado's Budweiser Event Center in Loveland, Colorado, 6.05 p.m., Pacific, and then it's a back-to-back turnaround. Get back at it right away, Thursday, April 27th at Colorado Puck Drops, also at 6.05 p.m. Pacific. Best of Five series then returns to the desert on Sunday, April 30th. It's a 3 p.m. start time at Akershire Arena. Following that game, if necessary, again, it's a Best of Five series Game four slated for Wednesday, May 3rd at 7 p.m. And also, if necessary, a deciding game five to be held at Akershire Arena on Friday, May 5th, puck dropping at 7 p.m., if we need to get that far. little added intrigue for you. This happens sometimes, but not too terribly often. Currently in the National Hockey League, the parent clubs of both of these respective teams, that being the... Uh, Seattle Kraken and Colorado Avalanche. They are also facing off in the opening round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. As of this recording, that series currently tied at two games apiece. So that means for Wednesday, April 26th, the Kraken and the Avalanche will be playing about 50 miles away from game one of the Firebirds versus Colorado Eagles second round series. Just kind of an interesting side note. Also worthy of note, and you can get much, much more stats, analysis, breakdown, prediction on this series again online at cbfirebirds.com in my new playoff preview. But it is worthy of mention here in that of the four games that the Firebirds and the Eagles played this year, yeah, they were tight. They were close, folks. Three of them went to overtime. The home team took two games apiece, and the scoring differential. Across those four games was a mere 10-9 edge for your CV Firebirds. Again, much, much more on that series online at cvfirebirds.com. All that offered, all that preface, friends. Let's get to this episode's visit with Firebirds Netminder, Joey Decord. All right, folks. As prefaced on this April edition, should I say special playoff April edition of the Fire and Ice podcast, the official podcast of your Coachella Valley Firebirds. We're going between the pipes for this episode. My guest hails from uh, Boston where growing up, I trust that uh, he was readily spoiled by sporting teams and championships so all successful manner. Uh, this year for the Firebirds, a record of 26.83 and 3 in net. That was the third most wins in the American Hockey League. His goals against 2.38, good for fifth in the AHL. All of which, in my humble opinion, should have marked him an AHL All Star. Perhaps we'll get into that uh, momentarily. If you don't know who I'm talking about yet, all you have to do is go to an upcoming Firebirds playoff game where the uh. The Firebirds faithful uh, have now started chanting his name basically throughout the entirety <laughs> of the Firebirds game. All that prefaced welcome goalie Joey Decord to the Fire and Ice podcast. Hello, Joey.
1: Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for joining the day after the Game 3 win over the Tucson Roadrunners. Um, is this a day for you to look back? on the series and what was accomplished or is it already a day to look forward to round two and what lies ahead of Colorado?
1: Uh, I'd say it's probably a little bit of both. Uh, First and foremost, I think it was a rest and recovery day. (laughs) Um, You know, three games in five days and it's in such a a short series, they're all very intense. So um, just, uh, yeah, just a day to rest up and regroup and um, do a little bit of reflection, see where we, we, we did well, see where we need to improve and, um at the same time uh look
0: forward to our next series what does that reflection involve for you personally
1: um <clears throat> well my, my for myself personally i'll, I'll just go over kind of all three games and um you know how i played and what i feel that i, I could have done better and um kind of analyze if there were any tendencies or any um you know repeating kind of plays that that happened that uh you know i can improve on and um you know, then, then also like how I manage the puck when I, I have it on my stick to making my, making my plays and um, just seeing where I could have done better there. And um, then at the same time, like I said, just uh, kind of starting the pre-scout on, on Colorado.
0: Head coach Dan Biles said in the post game presser that he told you guys that he felt that game three against Tucson was your best game of the season. I trust that there was some context involved in that comment even if there wasn't, would you agree with that assessment? Uh,
1: I mean, it's hard to say say anything otherwise. I mean, in the in the most important game of the season, we came out and, um, you know, we proved why we were the best teams, one of the best teams in the league all season. Um, it was really cool to see us all come together in such a big, important game and um, play really well together. So, I mean, if it wasn't our best game, it was second or third, you know, so um, – <laughs> it was it was right up there for sure
0: it dawned on me having haven't had the pleasure of going to a lot of games this season i haven't covered uh, the firebirds all season i haven't interviewed you several times post game and a lot of your uh, firebirds teammates and the coaching staff that when i got there on sunday afternoon i was kind of like it hit me a little bit like whoa this could be over like a sense yeah. of fear and finality, having enjoyed the year, having enjoyed the debut, the experience, Acushla sure Arena, having enjoyed you guys playing so so well throughout the year, and especially at home, it just it just kind of hit me, man. Like, wow, this could all be over in in two hours. Was that a sense or a fear that uh, that ever hit you or your teammates? You think?
1: Uh, I I mean, you try not to think about it, and you try to just focus on playing your best. But I think anytime it's, it's potentially the last game of the season, it's definitely in the back of your mind. And, um, I think that motivates you to want to play your best. And, um, for myself personally motivated me to want to do whatever I could to help the team win. Um, you know, as the goalie, the whole team's counting on you really to, to play well and play at your best. And, um, I think the added pressure kind of helps everyone raise their game and, and try to play to, to the best of their ability. And, um, I, re- I really think uh, it was it was impressive to see the uh, the game we played on Sunday.
0: Uh, that was a five one win. If I didn't uh, mention that, should also mention in that three game series versus Tucson, Joey Decor two and one with the two point zero three goals against average, ninety eight saves across those three games. Joey is, and maybe this is just me. I, I, I guess I use the word fear again, but is is that a motivating factor? In, in not wanting a season to end when you get into deep into a playoff series or you get to an elimination game. I guess, you know, the way that Tucson came out in game two, they came out with a f- uh, what looked to me like not just a desperation, but again, a fear that their season was going to end and they played like yeah. it. Um, I don't know. Your thoughts on that further?
1: Well, that's yeah, that's just what I was going to say is, is <clears throat> if you want any proof that that plays into it, just look at how they came out on Friday night they came out and, and, you know, I mean, we played a really good game on Wednesday, um, you know, in the, in the first game of the series to win five, one. And um, we kind of punched them in the mouth right off the bat with three, nothing lead after the first period. And, um, you know, next game, their season's on the line and and the hardest thing to do in all sports is end a team season. And, um, you know, you definitely saw that from them. They, they pushed back, they pushed back really hard. And uh, they played a good game on Friday and, um, it took a little while to find our legs. I think in the second and third period on Friday, we started to find our legs and play better. But at that point it was just a little bit uh, um, too little too late. And I think, you know, once that kind of hit us uh, ourselves on Sunday, that's, that's, you know, that's where you get the true test, right? You get two teams with their backs up against the wall in a do or die situation. And um, obviously really happy that we came out on top.
0: In this playoff series and uh, looking ahead to the second round series, as head coach Dan Bilesma, has he spun any yarns for you guys from his Stanley Cup championship experience or his NHL Stanley Cup playoff experience? Has he told any stories to you guys, to the team, that have been uh, effective in any way you feel? Um, I don't
1: necessarily know if he's told
0: any specific stories, but I think um... –
1: I think we're all really big fans of, of coach and um, I'm a big fan of his and I have a ton of respect for him and um, you know, his abilities as a coach and um, who he is as a person. And um, he's been a great mentor for me these past two years. Like I had him last year in Charlotte and um, we've had lots of great conversations. And I think I just, I really respect his opinion and obviously his um, his accomplishments and his achievements and his success. And I think, um, you know, those accomplishments lead us to really trust him and put our, all our faith in him and believe that, you know, whoever he sends out and, uh, and whatever game plan he wants to execute, we, we believe that it's the best for our team. And um, I think, you know, his success really helps us all believe that what he says is, is going to be the best for our team. And that, that really has helped us have a lot of success.
0: Before looking ahead to Colorado, allow me to harken back. Yet again, just maybe one more time to the uh, the post-round presser game three, because it was a good vibe. It was a lively one. You had a lot of interesting things to say. Coach had some uh, really good things to say. Your teammate Cole Lynn also had some interesting things to share with the media. One of the things that you said, and I know that we all kind of got a chuckle out of this and we're talking about it after, is a really good Michael Jordan uh, last dance reference that yeah. uh, you said uh, one of your teammates shared with you and your fellow players before game 3 can you share that with the fire and ice listeners
1: uh yeah sure it was uh andrew Podorowski. he's uh he's obviously been injured for a while but um you know it's uh he he really still wants it for us and um we're hoping we can get him back eventually at some point but um i think he's hoping we can we can play long enough for him to make it back in time and um you know he obviously won the the whole AHL championship last year so he has some experience here and, and he just sent us a little clip of uh, Michael Jordan <clears throat> from the Last Dance documentary and just him sitting in his locker and he had a baseball bat in his hand. And um, I don't remember exactly what he was saying, but he was just talking about how, uh, you know, I think they just lost the game and someone was asking why he wasn't all upset. And he's like, that's oh, no big deal. Just one game. Like, we're fine. We got this. Like, no need to worry. Like, we got it type thing. And um, yeah, it was. Uh, I think
0: that just kind of fired the boys up a little bit. Yeah, it obviously made uh, an impression on you for having uh, stuck with you yeah. for a couple of days and mentioned it to us yesterday. Yeah, yeah. One I of the other thing, really cool. Yeah, uh, great documentary as well, of course. Um, one of the other things, and this is just, uh, I guess, my 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 powers of observation uh, from <laughs> from yesterday. Couldn't help but notice that uh, wearing the Whoop band. Um, I wear one one myself only because it was given to me gratis for uh, Mm -hmm. an article I did outside of covering uh, the Firebirds. I think I'm probably cheap enough that when the complimentary (laughs) membership expires, I'll probably get rid of the whoop band. But I have been wearing it uh, since they gave it to me like three months ago. Just curious. Is that something that you wear during games?
1: Yeah, I've had I've had mine for uh, (laughs) I've used it for two full seasons now. And uh, honestly, I don't. I think it would be weird if I took it off at this point. Uh, I just, I I think it's really beneficial for myself. I think it's just very easy analytics to look at. Um, you know, obviously there's, it's not always going to be a hundred percent accurate. And, you know, some days it might tell you that you feel you you should feel better than you do, or you, you, you should feel worse than you do. Um, but for myself, I just think it's really easy feedback and really easy analytics. I think it helps hold me accountable with sleep. Um, Ever since I started wearing it, my, my time in bed has increased drastically um, just because I think it does a good job of explaining to you and really showing you each and every day like how much sleep you do truly need. Um, and then just in terms of recovery, I think it helps me manage like during the season it helps me manage, okay, like let's say I had a really great recovery score and we've only had one or two games this week. Okay, like maybe I can stay out an extra 30 minutes after practice and work on a few more things or maybe we've had a couple games in a short period of time and it's like, Hey, maybe today's a day where you take it a little bit easier in the gym or um, a few less reps in practice or a little bit less time on the ice after practice, that type of thing. Um, and then in the summer, just managing my, my days, what days are really the days to push hard and then what days are days to um, take a step back and, and uh, you know, focus more on recovery. So for myself, I, like I said, I just think it's really easy analytics and easy data and easy feedback for me to look at and, um, have constantly.
0: Yeah, one of the things that I've used it for, and I'll digress, is uh, it was given to me for a, a golf-related assignment, and I have used it to assess uh, my breathing and my heart rate. Uh, I've done like stop and start from hole to hole and see how my heart rate deviates, whether it be on the tee box or when I'm putting. Uh, that's kind of how it was. the tool was explained to me, how it might be useful for golf. Are you ever checking that for your heart rate, how it might fluctuate throughout uh, throughout a game
1: uh yeah i i wear it in games um and after the games definitely um i'll I'll monitor all the activity scores and see you know how much strain i had typically on a game day um i'll have over a 20 strain so the max is 21 so most games are between 20.2 and 20.6 strain which is incredibly high um which just goes to show how you know how how challenging it is to be a goalie from an energy and um you know uh aerobic standpoint (laughs) um i don't think people realize how challenging it is and that's why we can't play every game you know like the like the players do um so yeah i i definitely check all that stuff um and that's a big part of why i wear it is to, to monitor that as well
0: my strain, uh, I just checked it while you were giving that answer. 7.9, by the way, for today. So apparently taking it <laughs> pretty pretty easy. Friends, I'll you're tuning in. My-
1: <laughs> I went on a walk today, and that's it. And uh, I just went for a little swim in the pool earlier, and I'm at a 9.4. So.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then I don't feel as slovenly uh, after that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, not terrible. But here, I'll pull up uh, yesterday's game for you okay yesterday's game so yesterday we played uh at 3 p.m so there was no morning skate so i was only at a 19.5 strain and i only burned 4,704 calories yesterday only but then i'll take you i'll take you to friday friday's game actually let's do let's do wednesday because i was busy yeah so wednesday's game was a 20.5 strain and i burned six thousand one hundred seventy calories
0: six thousand yeah dude yeah I do I do look at that metric uh for, for the, <laughs> I look I look at it for days that uh, that I exercise um, or that mm-hmm. I do a couple activities maybe I exercise and then get out on the golf course and it's like 2500 is kind of the the top so yeah <laughs> yeah it's a lot I need to work on my double-pad slide to get up into the uh, 6,000. <laughs> Got to eat a lot of food to range. keep up with it. Friends, you're tuning in to the Fire and Ice podcast, the official podcast of your CB Firebirds. This is the April special playoff edition. For all the information on your Firebirds, whether it be tickets, merchandise, roster, you can check it all out at cvfirebirds.com. Of course, visiting in this episode with goaltender, Joey Decor, Joey, quick turnaround in uh, the AHL playoffs for round two. And to me, it's I, I could use the word funky for how this second round is laying out schedule-wise. Uh, please feel free to use a different word. Playoffs get underway in round two for the Firebirds. Uh, Wednesday at night at Colorado and then uh, back-to-back uh, Thursday night following both are uh, 6.05 Pacific time. You guys are the higher seed, but the way that this lays out because of cost, arena arena availability, and so on and so forth, that's how it goes in the AHL. You go away first, then come back to Akershire Arena for games three and then four and five if necessary. That would be Wednesday, um, pardon me, Sunday, April 30th, followed by uh, Wednesday, May third, and then Friday, May fifth, would be a Game five again, if necessary. Kind of weird how that schedule lays out. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: I wouldn't necessarily say it's weird. I think it's just the AHL is a little bit um, at a disadvantage compared to the NHL, where the NHL is the private planes and they can pretty much play whenever, um, and they always get, they have rest in between. Um, it's a little bit different for us, and and. If the NHL was playing a five-game series, I'm sure they would do 2-2-1 two, two, or some format like that where they play two home and then two away and then the last game at home. Um, but the AHL is kind of in a more, uh, you know, cost-related position. We fly commercial, and that's why I think I think we get to pick, technically, if we would rather play the first two games at home or the last three games at home. So it's kind of pick your poison with that. Yeah. Um, it's not ideal, but it is what it is, and we just got to make the most of it and try to play our best and hopefully come home with two wins, and um, that, would be a, that would be a perfect situation, and, um, you know, then we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, that would be really nice to come back to Akershire Arena uh, on Sunday with a 2-0 lead. Uh, certainly expect the games and the series uh, to probably be uh, pretty close, though. I mean, based on evidence of the regular season, only played the Colorado Eagles Four times, they're a solid team, number three seed of the Pacific Division. The Firebirds of course the number two seed out of those four games, three playoff games and a mere scoring differential of one. Ten for the Firebirds, nine goals for Colorado, Joey. Colorado doesn't uh, score a lot, nor do they relinquish a lot of goals. What's your assessment of their club?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think you're bang on, right? I think we we played two games on the road there this year, and both game we lost both games in overtime. And then uh, I think at home we won maybe 4-2 and 3-2, something like yep. that. correct. Um, so every game has been a really close game, and I expect the same for this series. I think, uh, I think, I mean, they have a lot of good players. They've got guys that have a lot of NHL experience, um, and they have a lot of talent. We have a lot of talent, so I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good series. I, I think we're up for the challenge.
0: What is it maybe in particular about the style of play, the scheme between the two teams? Again, uh, hearkening to uh, Dan Biles' his comments yesterday, he said that the two teams are in uh, kind of a mirror image, in the same style of uh, of how you guys skate and how you guys play. What what is it about? Um, I don't know the two clubs. And again, if it's scheme, if it's style of play, they kind of make you similar.
1: Yeah, I I think Dan probably knows better than anybody because he knows how we want to play, and and um, you know him obviously along with the rest of the coaching staff really uh they they scout the other teams and see how they're playing and um they they definitely do play a similar style to us they have a lot of the same tendencies and a lot of the same um you know strategies and tactics so i think uh you know like i said both teams have good players both teams have uh you know good structure and good coaching and um i think you know it's going to be about who can who can hold their nerve and um who can you know raise their level in the big moments and Um, I I think it's going to be a really tight series.
0: The Budweiser Events Center in Loveland, Colorado. It's about 50 miles uh, outside of Denver. Uh, Described by Coach, described by your teammate Cole Lind, as a tough place to play. Pretty intimate environment. They draw about 5,000. It's a point of compare and contrast. AccraSure Arena has averaged over 7,500 fans. Uh, But nonetheless, with the 5,000, apparently uh, they make some noise in there. Why? Why do you think that uh, those guys describe it as a tough place to play?
1: Yeah, it it is a very tough place to play. It's super loud. Like they the the ceiling's really low and it's a small building, but it's it's packed. They 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 sell out most of their games um, and they all have cowbells, so it's huh. really 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 loud. Huh. <laughs> They're or annoying in the whole the game. And, yeah, that's like that? the hockey
0: I grew up in.
1: Yeah, yeah. The
0: moms bring the cowbells.
1: Yeah, everyone has no cowbells, way. and it is it is very, very, very loud. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tough challenge for us. I think uh, I think that's what you want, right? Like when you're, you're a hockey player, those are the environments that you want to go into and play in because those are the most fun. So um, I think we're all just excited for the opportunity.
0: The cowbell to me, Joey, kind of annoying. I always thought so growing up <laughs> playing hockey in Minnesota. And actually, on Game 3, uh, I did see a dude at Akersher Arena with a cowbell. And I kind of put my hands, uh, uh, put my face in my hands a little bit because I don't really want us <laughs> to be like a cowbell culture. I don't know. I, I agree, just don't yeah. like that for hockey. I mean, do we do we want that? I, I, I would agree mics? with that. We don't need that, right? Yeah, no, we're good. Let's yeah, let's just let's just leave the uh, the cowbells <laughs> at home. Um, let me ask you before uh, we let you rest up and get ready to head to uh, to Colorado for the uh, Pacific Division semifinals. What in your mind? would be the firebirds coming out and playing firebirds hockey in this series What would be coming out in game one that you want to see that would be indicative of the high level of hockey that you guys played all year really kind of set your mark, uh, on this series in game one on Wednesday night. Um, I, for us, I think it's just about sticking to
1: the same formula that's worked for us. Um, I think we've had a lot of success all year playing our game and, um, I think, you know, when we didn't play our best on Friday was we we kind of played a little bit to Tucson's game. And I think if we can stick to what we want to do and and uh, try to play to, to our strengths, I think that's where we'll have a lot of success. And, um, you know, sometimes in a series, it may not. all It's not always about winning every game. Right. You just got to win more than the other team does. And I think for us, if we can just play well and get our teeth into the series and, you know, obviously, ideally get a win. But um you know it, it's it's going to be a long series and i think that, you know if we can get our teeth into it and start grinding them down it's it's a war of attrition you know for for five games and um i think going into the first round we we planned on it going three games and we knew that that was a possibility and i think for this series uh we we plan on the same you know um we're preparing for full five games and knowing that it's going to be a war and, um i think you know for game 1 our goal should be to try to get our teeth into series, play our game and um, impose our will on them. And, and hopefully we come out of it with a, with a game one win.
0: I would certainly share that sentiment. All the best to you in the travel to Loveland, Colorado for round two versus the Colorado Eagles. More enthused, of course, to see you guys get back here to the Desert Sands and Akashura Arena for game three. And maybe that's it. Maybe it'll just be three and out and just close it out <laughs> on, on that date. We'll see, man. Joey Decord, an excellent season. So enjoyed watching you play. Let's keep this run going as long as possible, man. Thank you for your time. Sounds good.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: All right. Readily enjoyed that visit. Firebirds goaltender Joey DeCord really enjoyed visiting with Joey all year long. He's appeared a lot at a lot of those Firebirds post-game press conferences, as much, if not more, than any other player. He has been readily accommodating and entertaining, I might add, for the media to chat with all season long. We should enjoy him while he's here. Soon destined, I would surely imagine, for the National Hockey League, probably, if not likely, as early. As next season, so appreciative of your time, your interest, your ears tuning into the Fire and Ice Podcast, the official podcast of your Coachella Valley Firebirds. One more schedule reminder because I hope to see you out there at Acrisure Arena for Round Two of the Pacific Division Semifinal Round Two of Calder Cup Playoffs with the Firebirds facing the Colorado Eagles again. As a gentle reminder, series begins on the road. Wednesday, April 26th, before a back-to-back on Thursday, the 27th. Both game times start at 6.05 p.m. Pacific. You can watch those on AHL TV, or you can tune in to hear the dulcet tones of Mr. Evan Pivnik calling the games at 106.9 The Eagle. You can listen to that on the radio station locally, or you can just stream that play-by-play call while the Firebirds are on the road. Team comes back for game three of the series Sunday, April 30th, with a 3 p.m. puck drop. Get those tickets online to support the Firebirds in the playoffs at cbfirebirds.com or download the cellular phone application. Pretty easy to do. Great way to get those tickets for all things Firebirds and AcroShirt Arena. Oh, a whole lot of box checks in this inaugural season, friends. New team, check. New arena, check. Second best record in the American Hockey League. Yes, that was accomplished. Made the playoffs, accomplished. Playoff win, accomplished. First round playoff series, conquered. Let's keep it going. As long as the team keeps going, this endeavor will follow in kind. Hope to see you over at the Bird Barn for this playoff series. Until then, and always remember, one valley, one team, rising together.